Hey, welcome to the Jesus, Sex, and Politics podcast. I'm Micah. I'm Nathan. And here we talk about all the things the culture doesn't want to talk about. And that might scare you. <laughs> hey, so today we've got a pretty hot topic that we want to discuss This one here. will be fun. <laughs> Okay, so if you, if you haven't seen it yet, there's a uh, there's a governor in California who's just a tyrant. He's terrible. His name is Gavin Newsomini. Uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> Gavin Newsom, and uh, and and so there's been a recall on him, and it's been it's been successful. There's going to be a a push to to actually you know he's going to have to run again for uh, for his spot, and there's a, multiple contenders that are popping up on the uh, Republican side. Okay, now Republican ideals tend to more, in my opinion, and yours probably too, Nathan, uh, align more with biblical truth and constitutional values, pro-American values, you know, America first type. type uh, Hard work, uh, capitalism, yeah, all that jazz. All that good stuff. And, uh, and, and there's a candidate that's running, that's throwing his name in the hat, and it's Caitlyn Jenner. And, and good old so, Bruce. Good old Bruce Jenner, one of the greatest athletes in American history. He was in the Olympics. Uh, he was a um, just an incredible, yeah, just a beast of an athlete, and 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 really had success um, back in the seventies. But now he's running for governor, uh, and. And I wanted to bring this up. This is I, I kind of took it to Maria. Uh, Maria is on our staff at Life Church. I said, Maria, this is what we're going to talk about, and and she's kind of the. The arbiter of like, eh, don't say things like that. Don't do that. That's going to make my life, you know, there's going to be a lot of emails. It's going to make my life harder. But she was actually pretty excited for, it sounded like, for this topic. Because I think there's a lot of Christians that are wrestling with the idea of, and we'll use Caitlyn Jenner as an example, but people thought about this with Trump even. They said, okay, we don't really believe this guy is the moral uh, standard. But it seems like maybe the values and the policies and the principles that they're they're going to run on and 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 govern upon are good values. Can we support somebody like that, or is it wrong as a Christian, as someone who believes in biblical truth, to even think about getting behind a candidate like Caitlyn Jenner, like Donald Trump? Insert whoever you want to insert there. Now, Micah, you did something very interesting there. You said Caitlyn Jenner, and then you said he. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can I ask you why you did? Well, I believe that God assigns our gender. I'm not going to play along with people who say I want to be called a girl when I'm a when I'm a man when I'm a boy. That's right. I'm not going to be. I, I'm not going to play along with the pretend. And I respect Caitlin, and I will call Caitlin Caitlin and not Bruce, because a name is something we give ourselves. A name is something we give our children. Actually, we, uh, my I was given my name by my parents. By your parents, right? I had no pick in sure. in the matter, right? But you could just change like it. I, well, I I might be able to change it. Yeah. The question would be, should I change it? It's a great right? question. You know, uh, when it comes even to identity, because I mean, your your name is part of your yeah, identity, yeah, right? True. Yeah. Um, that's that's given outside of my realm of control, but it's not given by God, and that's the only reason I would say that 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 to me says okay, I'll play along, Caitlin. I'll call you Caitlin. Okay, right? let me disagree with you. Yes, yeah. okay, that's fine. Okay, so God, you could have been born to anybody in the world, right. but you were born to the parents God gave you. Right, you He puts you in that family. Right, he told you, "Hey, this is this is where I want you to live and grow." Yeah, they gave you a name, and then, and then you're gonna say, "But I don't like what you did." 
I'm going to change it to something else I want it, I want it to be called. See, I even look at parental authority right. here and go, God, God gave me there to have them, been. and now I'm going to submit. I didn't always like my name, Nathan, right? I actually, I, I thought it was kind of nerdy. I didn't like it. <laughs> Because I didn't have any other Hi, friends. Hi, I'm Nathan. Yeah. Uh, I'm here to tell you about the square root of... I didn't know the square root of anything. I'm terrible <laughs> at math. Uh, but I I had to grow into that name. I, I went by my middle name for a while, which is Joel. I, I like that. Joel? You know, Joel, right? Um, <laughs> but in truth, this is the name God God gave me through my parents and 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 you know a lot of what even Nathan the prophet was, I've picked up a lot of that and go, hey, there's there there there's identity there. So let me. me let me just you're play Micah. Let you're me. telling me you haven't <laughs> you haven't taken some of your identity based oh, on Micah the prophet. Absolutely. Okay, but mom and dad gave it to who me. God gave yes. to you. Yes. Right, gave it. But to let you. me play devil's advocate here. Let's just say, why I are we disagreeing? We're well, supposed to agree no, with each other. No, that's not true. We can disagree. Uh, I. I think I think about what are those what about the instance where you have maybe a a an ungodly parent, you know, or a parent that's just stupid, right? There's a lot of stupid parents out there. We see it every day. And maybe I was born into that family. Now God chose to have me born in that family, and there's a reason, and it, I'm not going to live in victimhood, so I'm not saying that I, woe is me, but let's just say I was for argument's sake born into that family because a lot of people have been born into bad situations with bad parents, okay? We'll just we'll just call it what it is. So let's just say I have a parent who's all hopped up on drugs when they have me, and they name me Poopy Face Beckwith, <laughs> okay? And that's the legal name, right? Do you, do I find my identity in that as I'm growing up? Hey, Poopy Face, you know, or, or would I? Okay, we have a story in yes. the Bible okay. of a name change, <laughs> okay. right? Now, we have lots of stories of name changes, yep. but... And in, in, in where it, it always involves our identity. And in the Bible, names mean something, yeah. right? Yeah. But you have, you have a, a Jacob's child, which is born to his favorite wife. Yeah. She's dying. As she's dying, she names this child, which is, you know, she's already lost one son. Here she's having this son. And she names this child Ben-Ami, which, which means son of my sorrow. And to your point, as soon as she dies, the dad, Jacob Israel, picks picks up this child and says, I'm not going to name him son of my sorrow, names him, renames him Benjamin, which means son of my right hand. He doesn't want him to live under that mm-hmm. other identity. So right? he changes his name. The father does it, not the kid, right? Now, so I've got to get my dad, who's all hopped up if, on drugs, to change my name okay, from listen, Poopy Face listen. back with... To Mike. I, I think somewhere <laughs> along the line, some spiritual father comes and goes, you know what? You're not going to be poopy face anymore, right? We're going to go take care of that. But but when we're trying to pick our own identity and we're trying to say, well, the authorities in my life have messed this thing up. They weren't right. We begin to ask ourselves questions we shouldn't ask, right? And I, I really believe it is a lack of trust in biblical authority that that, hey, that's your name. That learn learn to grow into that, and I think that you've got you've got a guy who's who's doubting himself on whether he's male or female. He's got a lot of issues. Yeah, which yeah. gets back to the question: Would I vote for a guy like that? I'm not going to play. You, you used the word pretend, which yeah. I really like. Yeah, when somebody is going off the deep end, yeah, and let's call it what it is, 
that's going off the deep end. Yeah. When we're cutting off body parts, we're we're and implanting body parts that shouldn't yeah. be there, and trying to change things which cannot physically be changed. Go to the doctor. You're still male or female. You could, whatever your pronoun is that you want to call yourself, that didn't change fundamentally. You know, uh, X chromosomes and yeah. and Y chromosomes. You're you are male or female. I just, I look at the whole thing. Am I going to vote for a person like this? Am I going to give that type of person a lot of- A lot of power? power authority, yeah, this, control. This person, I'm not going to play pretend with yeah. you over gigantic issues. But so what if my if, situation is voting for somebody who has mentally got, got some issues, yeah. or voting for a person who is really, really wicked, mm-hmm. I don't know about you. I'm going to either abstain or I'm doing everything I can to find somebody who yeah. is reasonable. And there's a lot of good candidates running, it's seemingly good candidates running in the California Republican yeah. primary right, right now. That's right. So there's there's options. But I do know a lot of people try to use that argument with Donald Trump. Uh, well, I'm going to vote for the lesser of two evils. You have this wicked woman named Hillary Clinton, and she's as wicked as the day is long. And then you got a guy like Trump who's immoral, sleeps around, has multiple affairs, all this stuff. I don't really want to vote for him either, but I'm going to vote for him because his policies are going to be a lot more in line with biblical truth. So what would you say to those people that kind of are doing the same thing with wrestling with voting for a Caitlyn Jenner or a Donald Trump? I hate my options in this question. <laughs> I hate my options. In, I, I just, this isn't I, I mean, being recorded. Yeah. <laughs> It just, it just, uh, you know, do I, do I, do I want to vote for wickedness? Absolutely not. Now, but this is just another. Now you very, say that you hate your options. You don't hate the idea of Donald Trump as the option because he actually was. Oh no, a, no, a really no, no, good no. President. I, I, I just know I was a, were, I was a cruise guy yeah. until I, I couldn't do that. Yeah. And then, and then I got on board with Donald Trump because I, I looked at my options. Yeah. And were you in, happy with that though? Like, were did you, did you like say, okay, I'm voting for Trump? Because I just can't, I don't want to see Hillary Clinton. I was, or were you kind of excited? I was hopefully optimistic, but I will say this he governed way better than I ever imagined. I agree. I agree. I was so, I got to a point where I, oh, I could probably say I held my nose and voted for him the first time to where. To where time. I was excited to vote for him yeah. the second time. I thought by because, the Because yeah. uh, from a conservative perspective, I I think he even led this nation more conservatively than Reagan. I agree. I mean, Reagan said it better. Yeah. Reagan had a far better face. Reagan was the great communicator, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I love Ronald Reagan. But but boy, oh boy, yeah. Trump's policies were benefiting so what, everyone. What if, what if, just playing this out here, what if Caitlyn Jenner gets into office? And that's how he governs. And that's and you look at it and you're like, wow, that is really good. What what's going on? I mean, I get the point what you're saying, and I would actually probably agree. Like, I don't know though if I can trust somebody that can't even get the biology of their of their humanness right with leading a state or a nation or a city, even. But but what if he gets in? I uh, you know, can can you get somebody that 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 could govern? Okay, yeah, you could. I just I I hate the the message that that sends yeah. to elevate somebody who, uh, you know, is bucking against reality. Know, reality, yeah, right. And and then put them on a pedestal yeah. as governor. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to do that. Well, and it and it 
I worry about the mental health of our students too. We That's look exactly at right. we look at the trans community. Suicide rates are through the roof. Forty percent. Forty percent suicide rates. And so to say, hey, trans community, here's here's a guy who is is you is like you, and he's governor. We celebrated him. Oh, it's going to lead more people to probably say, I want to be like Caitlyn Jenner. And what's that doing to their mental health? They're jumping into something that they should never be jumping into. What are we doing to to the to the future generation i i i think i think we're perpetuating more confusion yeah and i i really kind of take issue even with with christians not keeping the pronouns correct mm-hmm. because jesus says that god made them male and female when he talks about marriage he he goes back and he talks about um uh, you know a man shall leave his father and mother male and female roles but they really were male and female, right? Yeah. And cleave unto his wife and the two, the husband, the man, and his wife will become one flesh. There's the definition of marriage right there. There's the definition of biology, male and female. And here's the creator of the world who is the word of God, the word made flesh, the arbiter of truth. He is the truth itself. And he says, this is what they are. So for a Christian to come along and then say, that I'll, I'll, if you say you're a girl, then I'll call you a girl. You don't have that right. Where's your authority to go against the word of God? Yeah. You, 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 he's called our Lord and our master for a reason. I think we need to fight back and not give these, these um, you know, I'm not going to call Caitlyn Jenner a, a her. Yeah. Because that's not what God said about Caitlyn Jenner. And I don't have the right to say something God has not said. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that wholeheartedly. And and God is not the author of confusion. Amen. And and we see so many students and young people confused in our culture now more than ever. And I, I take it back to about 15, 20 years ago, I was starting off in ministry and I was playing in a in a Christian band traveling the country. And, and I started seeing the Holy Spirit starting to wake these kids up in their real identity and who they were in Christ. And man, that is, if there's one thing that scares the devil more than anything else, it's, it's people waking up to who they are in Christ and who God who God says they are. He he would he's totally fine with Christians. The devil doesn't have a problem with Christians just as long as they're not effective. Yeah. And as long as they just go to church on Sundays and then just stay out of his way. He's he's good with that. Yeah. He may not win the battle for your soul, but you're not going to be you're not going to pose a threat to what he's doing right now. Yeah. What he doesn't want is for believers to actually wake up to who they are in Christ and who the father says they are, because then they become warriors. They become powerful. And I saw this happening throughout our nation as we were touring the country out in camps, conferences, churches, schools, public schools even. I I saw these students that were saying, this is who God says I am. I'm going to walk in that. And, and, And then it was shortly after that, as I start seeing that, I start to see this influx of gender identity confusion in the public schools. Yeah. In, in a way that I've never seen before, that I don't think any generation in America has ever seen before, yeah. where now even teachers are are playing on the lie and that these kids are buying into. Mm-hmm. Administrators are being told or are telling teachers, if you don't play along with this lie, you're going to get fired. Mm-hmm. Culture is saying, if you don't play along with this lie, you're a bigot or you're some sort of homophobe or something of that nature. And, and I've never seen that so 
played out as I do today. And I'm thinking, I'm like, this has got to be a response from the devil to what the Lord was doing. He, he didn't want what God was doing. So he just started confusing people in the natural. And if somebody doesn't know who they are physically, they're never going to know who they oh, are spiritually. Yeah. You, you, you bring up such an awesome thought, uh, Micah, because, you know, Romans 1 tells us about how, you know, where homosexuality is, is coming as a result, right? It, 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 I mean, people do, that want to support homosexuality hate Romans 1, yeah. right? But what the great problem that starts off all of the de- depravity of the mind there, right, is they would not acknowledge God as God. Mm. Boy, uh, we have an authority problem. And and with authority is tied the concept of what you're saying. It's identity. We don't do we have a sin problem? I think actually what we have is an identity problem. Yeah. And so if God's not the author of confusion, then who is the author of confusion? <laughs> That I'm would be the say devil, Satan, right? Yeah, <laughs> and, and if God is, if God's a God who takes chaos and turns it into order, but we have order turned into chaos, then that's a satanic thing that's happening, yeah. right? And to capitulate and say, "Oh, this is normative," it's not normative. God does not call that normative. He does not call that healthy. Yeah. If you have something that's turning into a forty percent suicide rate, don't help these people hurt themselves. God loves them. You're not helping them. You're hurting them. Everywhere where God comes on the scene, he speaks identity. He, yeah, even where, look at at like Peter, when Peter starts to walk with the Lord, his name was Simon. And the Lord says, hey, this is what you were, but this is what I'm going to make you. Look at Gideon. When the Lord finds Gideon, he says, arise, mighty warrior. I mean, Gideon's, he's hiding. He's fearful. He's not a warrior. He's anything but a warrior. Yeah. And the Lord says, arise, mighty warrior. Right. And he's calling out of him an identity that he doesn't even yet know. But it is the identity that God has always had in mind. And anytime that we're subverting the identity that God has placed upon us, we're rebelling against his authority. Yeah. We're, we're watching our nation. Okay. So just, you know, we came back to where names come from, who gives us our name, right? There's a, there's an aspect of something we do at Life Church where we dedicate children to the Lord. We take the name their parents gave to them and we, and we prophesy over that kid and we speak that identity and we kind of, kind of unwrap that and we write it down and we say, okay, now parent, read this to them as they as they grow in their age because hearing those words spoken to them from the from when they were really young it puts that parent on a trajectory really the baby dedication is a lot about parental you're you're parentally dedicating your life to do what you say that, that, that uh, hey, this is a gift from God. I'm going to return this gift back to you, Lord. So I'm going to do my job, yeah. right? If we allow all of this Con- sinfulness to become the identity, we, we are hurting people like crazy. If your kid was a thief, would you keep calling him a thief? No, you would say, I believe that there's something better here. Yeah, you're going to be an honest than, child. Yeah. You're going to be a kid who has integrity, right? We would speak the opposite. But when it comes to homosexuality or transgenderism, we go and speak the same thing into you. You're speaking death. The power of life and death is in the tongue. Don't speak death, speak life. Yeah, and it's interesting. We'll even take children as young as kindergarten, first grade, who even ask a question like, oh, 
I, I like playing with Barbie dolls as a boy at first grade. The parents then say, oh, well, we got to encourage this child to now be a girl. Right. So they're not even, they're not, it's not even the child really even uh-huh. asking the question. It's the parents saying, Oh, I see something in them that's, you know, it, I got a, they, I got a great yeah, story yeah. about this. So my, my son is uh, about, I think he's about maybe, maybe two or three. And he's got a, a best friend and he's two or three as well. And uh, the parents and I and my wife are all, all tight. And so we go to this party and in the party, there's this, it's a, at a little girl's house. And so all she has is little girl toys, right? So the boys are not, you know, they're not with us. We're sitting at the table. We're kind of just chewing the fat. And, and, uh, and we're actually with the girl's grandmother. Well, the boys come down and my friend's son is wearing a, t- a pink tutu. Right. And as soon as I see that, I look over at my friend and I go, Hey, look at your son. And he, he, he lowers his voice. He goes, Take off the tutu. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take off the tutu. Well, as soon as, as soon as he said that, the grandmother of the girl starts to tell us as fathers how how we should allow our children to get in touch with their feminine side. Well, I just read, uh, you know, Bringing Up Boys by James Dobson. So I turn and I go, um, ma'am, in all respect, you're absolutely wrong. Uh, my, my son is a boy. He needs to have boy toys. He needs to play with that. Take, take a little kid. They could turn anything into a gun. Who made them that way? God did. Everything could be made into a sword. That I have, is, I have that's a four-year-old. Darts and swords and playing like war is his favorite thing to do. He's been doing that since he was two. Yeah. I, and I'm, I don't, it's not something that like we've taught him to do. It's just what he loves to do. And they're, we're made differently. You get a, you get a little girl. She's so articulate. She yeah. could talk. And what did God, the little boys do? <laughs> With cars and trucks, right? There's, we're different. And instead of saying that we're the same, let's, Let's instead, well, let's really talk about identity and go, God made us different. We're different, but it's beautiful. Yeah. So, you know, we started with Caitlyn Jenner. Would you vote for Caitlyn Jenner? Is it right, wrong, whatever? And and I just want to say here publicly, I'm very thankful that I don't live in California. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> and that I live in Indiana, the home of the free, you know, and I just feel like we have... Uh, Man, we're worlds apart, especially over the last year and a half. We've just seen how different uh, good leadership makes, right? And I, I'm not even saying Indiana's leadership is perfect, but it's a lot better oh than my. governor than uh, California's. But leadership. you know what? I hope I hope Californians get ticked off, yeah, and they go back to a sense of we've tried this; it doesn't work. Let's start being. Let let let's start making wiser decisions. Yeah, I hope so. You know, because a lot of times what God God is doing is He He allows you. If you can't say, "Hey, Lord, Your kingdom come, Your will be done," God turns around to us and He goes, "Okay, yeah. Your kingdom come, Your will be done." <laughs> see how and well then, that works. And then the 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 consequences of that yeah. hit you. You want to see consequences? Just go look at California. Yeah, it is as goofed up as you could possibly imagine. Well, I, I go back to 2012 and the Democrat National uh, Convention. They removed God 
all wording of God from their national party platform. Up until that point, both the Republican Party platform and the Democrat Party platform mentioned a creator, mentioned God, mentioned these inalienable rights that our founders told us about in our constitution, the Declaration of Independence. All of it was birthed out of this idea that there's natural law and a creator. Well, even the Democrats, all the way up to 2012, at least gave credence to that. Now, did, did they always follow it in actions? No, they didn't. But like they at least gave credence to it. And in 2012, though, that stopped. They removed all mention of God from their party Now, platform. wait a minute, Micah. I feel like they don't have a problem with gods. They just don't like the God of the Bible. They don't want the God. Oh, well, the well God. I guess we're really talking about an identity issue. Yeah. <laughs> because, <laughs> because in all actuality, at the start of this Congress, we had a guy get up and oh. pray in the name of Brahma. Oh, my gosh. A foreign God. So, which just, just, just oh, let's answer it. the question which God do we want? Yeah. Well, and, and I think that was the point where the Democrats were saying at their national convention, remove the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the God that our founders proclaimed, because I would, I would, would, would assume, and, and rightly so, I think that most people reading the Democrat national platform prior to 2012 would have looked at that word, God, and said, this is the Christian Judeo principle God, right? That's the, that's the uh, uh, by the way, they have a problem with him being a he. Well, that's true. I you mean, know? but but to my point, they removed him in 2012. Look at how stupid the Democrat liberal ideology and philosophy has gotten from 2012 to 2021. Look at, I mean, they have literally pushed things like we've got to get rid of cows because cow farts are destroying our planet. Oh. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? They, they and they make fear. Where you know they 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 do this thing where they cause a problem and then say that they're actually going to solve the problem, right? <laughs> right? They they do this. With, hey, I'm with uh, the government and I'm here to help. Oh, the scariest <laughs> words ever ever mentioned, right? Um, the what what they're what they're doing. Uh, just so you know, like my family were Democrats. Uh, we come from Pennsylvania. Uh, my my grandfather, grandmother, they were all Democrats. Um, that party does not resemble the party of today at all. Um, you know, I, I, Ronald Reagan said, I didn't leave the Democratic Party. The Democratic Party left me, yeah. right? There, there, was, there was what those people believed in, which you go back and listen to JFK. Oh. He sounded like he was Rush Limbaugh, yeah. <laughs> right? He would have been J a full ditto head at that time. JFK fought against the communists, and now his party wants to be the communists. Uh, honestly, so so here's the here's the thing, and you know, and, and I I love this about you that I find that you criticize the Republicans. Uh, more than anybody else I hear, right? <laughs> Which is good. I love you wearing that T-shirt around. You know, that's a rhino hunter. You know, join the <laughs> join the safari, right? I I I love that. I I want. I don't want to align myself with the political party. Yeah. I want to align myself with the Lord. Yeah. Right. And so I I will ultimately get to who stands more with 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 what God says yeah. and what's truth. But if something is anti my God. I'm going to have a real hard time remotely holding with it. We we would vote for Bob Casey back in the day as our governor. He was a pro-life democrat. But but that that's like those, almost those days are gone. Unheard yeah. of. Yeah. And it and 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 you know, you you talk about the 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 black church. The black church does not believe in an abortion, right? They don't. But they they they've held very closely to the Democratic Party, but they don't believe in abortion. They believe that's wrong. 
because they're people of the book, right? And so you just got to have to kind of look at these things because everything right now needs to be examined. Yeah. I don't want to associate, I don't want to associate unbiblical things. If the Republicans are going to do that, we need to come down on them hard yeah. and fast. Yeah. We, we got to be more loyal to truth than any political party. But unfortunately, there are dividing lines. Yeah. I agree. Well, this has been a fascinating topic. I'm glad uh, I'm glad we were able to have it. Hopefully, it's been enlightening for you, uh, the listener. And uh, at the end of the day, we you know we want you to know that God loves you. Uh, doesn't you know even if you're struggling with things like uh, you know um, transgenderism, like God loves Caitlyn Jenner. God loves him dearly. Um, and so it's not to say like you're you're unloved or that you're not welcomed. It's to say that hey, we are not going to speak a lie over you. We're going to speak the the true identity, Amen. that God's identity that he's given you because we care about you. We want the best for you. Amen. God wants the best for you. And so that's, I hope that's kind of come through and yeah. I'm sure we've kind of ticked off a bunch of well, liberals. Well, we, we, we probably, we probably have. Been, hey, can, I've been uh, ticking off liberals one, since one 1982. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> one last verse here. Yeah. God has, hasn't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and yeah. sound mind. Yeah, it's good. That's not just not just peace. It's uh, I mean if our world is so full of anxiety, boy don't we need sound mind. If if being uh unstable is becoming a norm, don't we need something different yeah. that only God can give. Yeah. But we got to go back to our creator. Yeah. It's good. It's good. Hey, this has been Jesus Sex and Politics. I'm Micah and I'm Nathan and we talk about all the things culture doesn't want to talk about. That scares you. We'll catch you next we'll time. We'll see ya.